You are listening to sermons from the pulpit of the Bible Baptist Church in Marysville, California. We hope you will be blessed as you listen to another practical message. So last week, oh, prior to Pastor telling me or asking me if I, I would preach, absolutely, yes, I, I would love to. Um, the message came like that. I was driving, there it was. That was not the case this time. Uh, Lord gave me uh, the verses, and it was, uh, it, I started looking at it really uh, Thursday night, and then Friday night, Saturday night, even told Paige, like, I don't know, <laughs> I don't know where, where we're going, and then all of a sudden, Sunday comes and goes, and I'm at work on Monday, I have a shell but I have a shell. <laughs> and uh, at 10 o'clock, I laid down, I started to pray, and then there it is. And I said, well, I'm not going to bed right now. Um, we've got some work to do. So here we are. Um, as we're looking at uh, Romans 12, uh, verses uh, 9 through 12, um, when, I, when I looked at this, I said, that kind of looks familiar. Um, so just a little bit about me. I'm in the military. And for those that have been in the military or uh, served, um, the military loves checklists. Almost as much as they love throwing Motrin for any ailment. So anyone that, does, uh, that is in the military or has worked with the military, they know exactly what I'm talking about. Broken leg? Eh, it's Motrin. Oh, you're, you lost your eyesight? Motrin? All right. But uh, no, so they love checklists. And we literally have a checklist for everything. Uh, I ha- my job um, as an intelligence officer, I have a career field just mapped. You need to be at this base at probably this time, and you should serve there for this amount of years, and then you should get this experience, and then this experience, all the way up until if you are so lucky to make it to, uh, to, to colonel or lieutenant colonel, um, and, um, and, and so forth. But So when I look at... This text, I see, I see a career, or I see a checklist, just a, a semblance. Um, but what's that checklist for? What are we? What is this checklist for? What What is uh, God trying to tell us? So, uh, just up a few verses in Romans chapter twelve, uh, verse one. I beseech you, therefore, brethren, by the mercies of God, that ye present your bodies a living sacrifice, holy, acceptable unto God, which is your reasonable service. And be not conformed to this world, but be ye transformed by the renewing of your mind, that ye may prove what is good and acceptable and perfect will of God. Very familiar verses, but within these verses we see what God has been using uh, Paul to do in the past 11 verses. He's setting up, or uh, God was setting up this portion right here that we uh, have... uh, that we present our bodies a living sacrifice by the renewing of our mind. And that is going to be our focus tonight, what it looks like. That's the title, what it looks like. Let's pray. Lord and blessed Heavenly Father, thank you so much for just giving me the opportunity to be, uh, be here to, to preach your word, Lord. And 
Lord, I know that this, this message came from you, Lord, and I know that you have uh, words for our church, Lord, and I just pray that it be not my words, but it be yours, that, that you get the glory from this, Lord, and, and not me, Lord, and I just thank you so much for all that you've done for us. I pray that you be with Pastor and Brother Stephen as they're down south, just recruiting for, uh, for our staff, Lord, and, and just give them good interviews, and I just pray that you be with uh, the rest of this evening in your name. Amen. All right, so what it looks like. So uh, when we look at Romans 12, 1 and 2, um, we, we, and then our text, we start to look at this chest checklist, but we have to understand the what. Like, what is the point of a checklist, right? Uh, a checklist is trying to get you to something, but what is that? And um, it's like trying to solve a jigsaw puzzle without a picture. If you don't know what that what is, Try to solve a jigsaw puzzle without a picture. In fact, fun fact, uh, and whenever, send, uh, whenever someone says fun fact, it's never really that fun of a fact. It's always an awful fact. I say this at work all the time, fun fact, and everyone just kind of goes, what is this fun fact going to be? But fun fact, a, the hardest jigsaw puzzle in the world, it's called the clearly impossible uh, jigsaw puzzle. It's a thousand pieces, and it's clear. There, it is just a picture of nothing, but it's clear. Try to solve that, all right? You have no idea what it is that you are trying to, uh, to build, and that's kind of what a checklist is. It's, all that is to say is if you don't know what the what is, it is extremely difficult to, to follow a checklist because you don't know what you're doing, what the outcome is. Praise the Lord, we have a checklist. We have a guide. We know exactly what God wants from us, and God is looking uh, for us to change the way we think in order to present ourselves a living sacrifice. So we're, that's what we have. We have the what. The end result is presenting our bodies a living sacrifice. But the first step, that start, is the renewal of your mind. You have to renew your mind. Uh, just like when I was single before I was married. I was single one time, and, uh, and then I saw page, and I said, oh, I have to stop thinking about me, because I would think more about me. What am I going to do? Uh, what am I going to do for dinner? I don't know. What do I want to do? Now, um, I get married, and it's, what do we want for dinner? What do you want for dinner? Um, I'll make it. I don't mind. Just you tell me. We, we never get to the, we always get to the, uh, I don't care. You tell me. No, no, no. That is not what I asked. <laughs> um, but then even more so, when we had kids, it no longer became about just us, it was them. And it's a renewal of our mind. As we got more responsibility, as, we've, uh, as everything happened, the change had to happen. The change in our mind had to happen. We couldn't just say, all right, I have kids now, what do I want for dinner? Because they'll fend for themselves. Uh, they can fend for themselves now, which is nice. It makes dinner time easier when we don't know. But when they were babies, we had to think about them. And, and that's what God's uh, kind of getting at here, is we have to change our mind. We simply can't carry out and live happily uh, in this same mentality. The same is with our, sem- uh, our salvation. This is the same. We cannot keep the same mentality right before or right as we got saved. We have got to continue to renew our mind. We have to continue. All right? So when we look at Romans 12, 1 through 2, uh, we have some key words that I want to focus on. The two that I want to look at is beseech and therefore. Beseech 
and therefore. We'll start with therefore is uh, that word therefore. So I beseech you, therefore, brethren. That word therefore is because of. Because of what? What is it that you're talking about? Uh, Because the mercies of God. What mercies? Glad you asked. Romans chapter 1 through chapter 11 give us uh, several instances of therefore, those mercies of God. Look at Romans 3.10. As it is written, there is none righteous, no, not one. Romans 3.23. For all have sinned and come short of the glory of God. Romans 5.8. But God commended his love toward us in that while we were yet sinners, Christ died for us. Romans 6.23, for the wages of sin is death, but the gift of God is eternal life through Jesus Christ our Lord. Romans uh, 8, verses uh, 39, uh, nor height, nor depth, nor any other creature shall be able to separate us from the love of God, which is in Christ Jesus our Lord. Romans 10.13, for whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. Because of this, that is your therefore, there is your mercies of God right there. Because of this, now let's look at that second word in the verse, beseech. Beseech, implore or pray with urgency. Almost beg. Almost beg. This language is intentional. God does not make a mistake. All right? Um, let's just think about where Paul was at the, at, at the writing of Romans. Um, he, was in, he was in Greece, not a bad place to be, uh, so I've heard. Uh, Greece is nice, but just uh, in earshot away from, it, uh, in, from Italy and Rome, all right? And they didn't have uh, an iPhone, so no FaceTime. Can't FaceTime the Roman church. Uh, we can't just pick up the phone and call. So the language that is being used, the writing that is being used, which was ink and papyrus, uh, really, at that time. So, like, parchment paper was very intentional. And we look at this word, beg, almost as, will, as you can feel the language. God, our Creator, is imploring us with urgency, like a parent that's trying to get a hold of their child that is in a meltdown. Listen to me. Listen. I beseech you, therefore, because of all of this, listen to me. All right, James 4, 7, uh, you don't have to turn there, but that starts with submit yourselves, therefore, under God. All right, and one of the things that we talked about uh, with our teens was this obedience. All right, uh, we talked about uh, what submission is, and, I, and I, we, our, um, our object lessons, we had a, a weight. Uh, Max back there was the one that won. He carried a 40-pound weight, and you just had to sit there and hold it. Uh, couldn't let it drop. Can't drop it because we didn't want to break the modular floor. But you just sit there and hold it for as long as you could. He made it three minutes and six seconds, I believe. Uh, he's shaking his head. Three, three minutes and ten seconds. He, he, he won. He won. Um, I did it for about five minutes and I was done. It's like, I do not want to do this anymore. But, uh, and then I look at like an MMA fighter um, because I, I like watching that. And when you have someone that is about to lose because their arm is bending in a way that they don't want, the first thing that they do is they tap. That is that submit. That submission there is, I'm done fighting. Can't fight anymore. You win. I, you win. I'm done fighting. Romans 12, 1 wants us to present ourselves a living sacrifice. 
All right? A sacrifice means a thing offered to God to surrender, to submit. All right? God then is imploring us, stop fighting me. Stop fighting me. The battle has been won. Have you not heard? I've won it for you. Just listen to me. Stop fighting me and just listen. So how do we stop fighting? We have to start first by renewing our mind. Turn to James chapter 4, verses uh, 9. James chapter 4. This is all introduction. (laughs) Have you ever heard that before? James chapter 4, in verse number 9, when we start looking at this renewing of our mind, be afflicted and mourn and weep. Let your laughter be turned to mourning and your joy to heaviness. God, God's not telling you that you have to be a mope all the time. He doesn't want you walking around with that frown. I actually was told that I have to smile more, so I'm trying really hard. I can see my wife back there. She's She's smiling really big, kind of like pointing at her. It's like, smile, smile, it's okay. So, um, but that's not, God doesn't want you to, to, to walk around mourning all the time. What he's trying to say here within the entire context is, all right, you've submitted yourselves unto God. You're resisting the devil. Draw nigh unto God and he'll draw nigh unto you. But remember those things that you used to do? Remember those words that you may, have, you, you may have said once? Now you're saved. Now you're my child. Not only do I not want you to say those things or do those things, I don't want you thinking about them. Stop thinking about them. Why? Because I died on the cross for them. My son, I sent my son to die on the cross for those sins. Renew your mind. When we start thinking about Okay, this is, this is serious. We, we get that, that gut check of, okay, now I, now I see where God wants me to be. I need to think of those old things as, as mourning, and, and those aren't joy anymore. That, that doesn't give me joy. I have renewed my mind. All right? So that is where, where God is saying here. But back to our checklist, because I, I told you we were talking about a checklist So what does all that look like? That's all great, but what does that actually look like? Number one, it looks like love. It looks like love. Romans 12, 9 through 10, Let love be without dissimulation. Abhor that which is evil. Cleave to that which is good. Be kindly affectionate one to another with brotherly love, in honor, preferring one another. That love there, that that second word in, uh, in Romans 9, is that agape love, that deep, affectionate love. Um, it's to be without dissimulation. That word dissimulation is the same thing as hypocrisy. Our love as a Christian should not be with hypocrisy. Well, what, is, what do you mean? How can you love and have hypocrisy? Well, how often have you found yourself maybe even leaving church and saying, all right, God bless you, brother. It's good seeing you. Good seeing you. They don't come back next year because I don't want to see them. Is that very loving? No, that's that love with hypocrisy. All right. What about um, what about uh, just the 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 fact that 
when we talk just so kindly about one individual and that other, maybe another brother or sister in Christ. And we go, man, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I know God's blessing them, but mm, I don't know. Have we ever, ever thought this? Uh, turn our Bibles back to uh, James. We'll be back and forth. Uh, James and Romans go so well. But uh, James chapter 3, verses 9, uh, 9 through 11. Familiar verses here. James chapter 3, verses 9 through 11. Therewith we bless God, even the Father, and therewith we curse, uh, curse we men which are made after the similitude of God. Out of the same mouth proceedeth blessing and cursing. My brethren, these things ought not so to be. We could stop right there. You could preach sermon after sermon after sermon on that subject. Because it is something that everybody has an issue with. I am included 100% in that. These things ought not so to be. Doth a fountain send forth at the same place sweet water and bitter. When we start looking at that love with hypocrisy, that abhor that which is evil, cleave that which is good, uh, cleave to that which is good, hate the evil. Because evil and good, they don't mix. Can a bitter fountain and a sweet fountain work together? No. And these things ought not so to be. Loving one another is not a natural thing. It is not easy to love one another. I don't know how Paige loves me. She does. She says she does. Uh, but I don't know. I am, I am difficult to love. We are difficult beings to love. We, and we are difficult in giving love. It's not natural. It takes so much work. It takes so much sacrifice and it takes humility to love someone else. Because when you love someone, you are sacrificing for them. You are not just, it's not about you anymore. It's about them. You will put their uh, priorities above your priorities because you love them. It is not natural for us to do that. That's why our world is so full of hate. Because it's, they're natural men. And women, it's natural to not love someone. It's easier to hate. 1 Corinthians 2.14, But the natural man receiveth not the things of the Spirit of God, for they are foolishness unto him. Neither can he know them, because they are spiritually discerned. God is love. How then can a natural man truly have that love one for another, that agape love for their brethren? It's spiritual. It is of God. This is a renewing of our mind. We have to renew our mind. Loving one another, again, is not natural. A Christian needs to be renewing their mind daily. We are to deny ourselves, pick up our crosses daily, and be a living sacrifice. So it looks like love. Number two, it looks like labor. It looks like labor. Romans 12, 11. Not slothful in business, fervent in the Spirit, serving the Lord. If you look at Genesis 2, 15, the first command that God gives 
be fruitful and multiply. And then in Genesis 2.15, And the Lord God took the man and put him in the Garden of Eden to dress it and to keep it. That word keep here is to work. We're here to work. We are put on this earth to work. Even when Adam and Eve knew no sin, keep the garden. Work. We ha- I have something for you. Um, ever, even more so, look at our Lord's Savior. What did he do? Matthew chapter 20, verses 28. Even as a son of man came not to be ministered unto, but to minister, and give his life a ransom for many. That word minister here is another word for service. To serve. God, his only son, came to this earth to serve. Not to be served, but to serve. To work. And then, if you're still in James, hopefully you are. James chapter 2. James chapter 2, verses 14 through 18. Again, familiar verses. What doth it profit, my brethren... Though a man say he hath faith and have not works, can faith save him? If a brother or sister be naked and destitute of daily food, and one of you say unto them, Depart in peace, be ye warmed and filled, notwithstanding ye give them not those things which are needful to the body, what doth it profit? Even so, faith, if it hath not works, is dead, being alone. Yea, a man may say, Thou hast faith, and I have works." Show me thy faith without thy works, and I will show, you, show thee my faith by my works. Again, it's easy to be lazy. It's easy to not do those, those works uh, of faith that God has you to do. It's easy to sleep in past 9.30, almost 10 o'clock on a Saturday, rather than come and uh, come to soul winning. It's easy. I've been there. It is easy to say, Sure, I'm tired, but I, I say I'm a faithful servant of Christ. I try to be a faithful servant, but if I'm not doing my work with the right heart, that heart of love, am I giving God that labor? Am I renewing my mind? Again, uh, when we think of Christ and his ministry, what he did for us, it gives us that push It is supernatural. It is not natural for us to want to work. Trust me. I'm pretty sure you all have been there as well. It's like, man, I really don't want to go to work today. Uh, That snooze alarm, how about if I just not snooze, I just turn off. I think I... Is is the job worth it today? Fine. (laughs) Uh, But... It's spiritual. It's that renewing of, mind, be, uh, renewing of our mind. Because the harvest is plenty, but the laborers are few. How is your work for the Lord? Is it by faith or is it out of love? God put us here for work for others. Not for us, for others. And ultimately, His glory. A living sacrifice looks like one out of love and of labor. And number three, it looks like long-suffering. Romans twelve twelve, Rejoice in hope. Patient in tribulation, continuing instant in prayer. Long suffering is patience. Patient in tribulation. So, and we're here, uh, and we see here God telling us to have hope. That hope is that uh, expectation of good. Not only are we to be uh, have that expectation of good, but we're supposed to be exceedingly glad in that expectation of good. What is this hope? He's coming again. He said he was. He is coming. Again, we are to be exceedingly glad 
uh, for that expectation of good. But he's not here yet. He's not here yet. So we have work to do. Uh, We are not to be given to the pressures and oppressions. That's what those tribulations are. But we are to be patient. We are to not flee. We are to stay put, grounded with that uh, patience, uh, rejoicing in that hope. Keep talking to him. Keep talking about him. Keep having a conversation. It's really hard to have a relationship with someone that you don't talk to. All right? Continuing instance in prayer. If you're trying to have a relationship with someone and you don't talk to them, it goes down uh, downhill fast. Whenever I'm deployed, I make it a point that I am either going to stay awake until the kids and Paige are getting ready for bed, or I will make sure that I am up to, um, to see, to talk to them right before their day uh, begins. I want to talk to them. I love them. I have a relationship with them. If I decided to go six months, uh, six months, seven months without talking to them, and I just show up back, uh, all right, I'm back, I'm home. We still live here, right? Um, that's great. Because uh, last time uh, I was gone for a year, she actually moved like three times. Uh, it was fine. Uh, felt bad for her. She was, yep, still found her. She was moving one day, one day and I was on the beach. I, I did get in trouble. She did not want to talk to me that day. Um, all right. But it's hard to keep that relationship with someone without talking to them. So there you have it. Just a few steps, a few checklist steps of what it looks like to have that renewed mind. To have that, uh, to not only have that renewed mind, but to present yourselves a living sacrifice. Because presenting ourselves as a living sacrifice, as God says, is acceptable unto God, which is our reasonable service. It is reasonable for us to present ourselves a living sacrifice. Because of, like that word therefore, because of all of that he has done for us. It looks like love. It looks like labor. And it looks like long-suffering. What I love about God's word is how piercing it is. <laughs> it is a double-edged sword. I, I went through this, and as I kept going through this, I just, man, all right, I've got some work to do. I definitely have some work to do. It was an accountability check. Um, so ask yourselves, are you presenting yourself as a living sacrifice? Are re- you renewing your mind? And understand that it's, it's a daily thing. Sometimes we, we, miss, we, miss, uh, we miss the day, but our Lord is so patient and long-suffering with us, we have another day. As long as we are renewing our mind daily. So are you doing these things? Is, is your life a living sacrifice, because that is what it looks like. Let's pray. Lord and blessed Heavenly Father, thank you so much for the the many blessings that you've given us, Lord. Thank you for your word and just the the love that you have for us, the, the many blessings, the many mercies that you've bestowed upon us, that you sent your Son to die on the cross for us, Lord. And I just thank you so much for that. And I just pray that you continue to guide and direct us, that we would present ourselves that living sacrifice for you, Lord. You've told us what it looks like, Lord, and we just pray that you continue to to guide us, that we would would 
meet the, the mark that you have set for us, Lord. We just thank you so much for everything that you've done for us in your precious and holy name. Amen. If you would, stand with your heads bowed and your eyes closed. We'll have a moment of invitation. If you have some moments where you know you need to renew your mind on these things, if you know that maybe you love with some hypocrisy, if you're not patient in tribulation, if you're not long-suffering, if you're not working the way that God wants, I pray that you just come and pray with the Lord, Lord, and get it right with Him. Thank you for listening. We hope you enjoyed our service. If you would like to hear more, visit our website at bbc4me.org. That's bbc, the number four, me.org. May God bless you.